Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. Belief system and mindset. I always was in that first stage when I was growing up, as you explained. Um, I knew that my, my family, especially my dad, was always expecting from me to be good at school, to be uh, always focusing on my studies. He kind of expected a grown up at the age of six. Like he didn't even need to tell me to go do my chores or do good at sports. Like the expectation was there. So I knew I needed to come at least to that level. But later on, I understood that it was in a good way helping me to always do better, always do better because I knew somebody believed in me. It's like I was uh, kind of borrowing his belief system until I actually built mine, which is okay as well to do, which is okay. Yes, exactly the same for me. Um, you like that, you, you know, my dad was observing me, expecting me to do what he would do. And mm -hmm. um, if it wasn't as he would visioned, it would be not wrong, but like, are you stupid? Like, like, because in his head it was obvious, but to me it's like yeah. I've never done this before. And it was like this never-ending trying to get his approval of, is it good enough? Like, I've done everything you've said. And then I realised mm. that life is a, is a journey. It's never going to mm. be good enough because there's always something to learn. If he keeps evolving as a person and I get up to the level of his knowledge, if he stops learning, then, yeah, it will be like, that's it. But if he keeps learning, which he does... I'm never going to get the approval. And it was like, I'll get his approval, then I can start doing what I'm going to do. But I realised it wasn't going to end. And that was the mistake I made, um, trying to get his approval before I would then do a job. So, for example, I was like, I've got an amazing idea, amazing business idea. I would tell him for three hours in the evening, wait for him to approve. He would never approve, he'd critique it. And so I'd go upstairs, scrap that one, think of another one. And then he would critique it. And then mm -hmm. I'd go upstairs. So I never actually did anything because it was about getting the approval first. Okay, I didn't yeah. do anything. So I realized that seeking someone's approval um, is actually it's pretty dangerous because, to put it simply, you know, our parents are here to kind of teach us how to live in the modern world. But the reality is, as soon as you can do it, the, the mother and the father fuck off. Like, you know, the animal kingdom, they fuck off and you're on your own. So this little, like, happy tat of happy families and the dad's always around for Christmas and birthdays and in the animal kingdom, the male fucks off. It's like, you didn't do that. Why didn't you do that? And it's like, well, your generation was years ago. That was, you're only seeing what you saw then. I'm, like, 20 years down the line. It's not the same. You see me as your daughter or your son, but you, you see me at Christmas and think I'm just the same as last Christmas. But I've, 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 I'm, like... I've created a massive forest and I've had four kids and, you know, um, so, and that is just, that's just, that's just how it is. But with wisdom, you learn to counteract it. And like you said, you can't teach our parents because you can't go back. You can only really go forward, which means they have to ask you why you're doing something. And that's just not how it works. So you just have to become aware of kind of putting out fires before they even set a light, um, which comes down to knowing who can be taught who can't be and sort of spotting your victim before before they get you first <laughs> i love that spotting the victim and i agree with you with the the parenting kind of aspect to it for example between me and my father there is practically 50 years of difference so he lived in an era totally different than mine and he has always been my best friend and everything but Whenever we had a conversation, he could be so proud and he can tell you, yes, you did good. But the conversation always ended up with 
a hinge or a sentence to make you remember that you can always do better and that is not enough. In his own mindset, he probably was doing amazing, but that definitely didn't put me in a, okay, I can rest for once. I was always on the go, but now I am aware of that. Not all advice is good for me. Some people, I listen to, to what they have to say and I say, thank you so much. I wasn't aware of that. And some other people, I'm saying like, thank you, but no, thank you. Even when I speak with my father up until today, I'm 28 years old and we practically speak every two days. We don't live in the same country. And whenever he calls me, he keeps on. We have a beautiful conversation, what's happening with work, what's happening with life and everything. And before he hangs up, he has always that same sentence of remember that you can always do better. And now I just laugh at it. <laughs> I have a different approach about it. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm aware of that. And I know I'm doing all that I can do to always progress because it's one of our human needs. All of us, we have the need of progress and in life. But now I am aware of this is not going to affect me negatively. This is just a me like approach to tell me that there, are, there is more than, to life than what you're doing right now. And yeah, it's true, but I'm not going to be pressuring myself about it. So, so my dad, it's almost like it doesn't matter whether the advice is good or not. It's about having the last word. It's about being the parent, the, the one at the top of the pyramid, the king of the throne until I die and then you rise up. So it's not about whether it's right or wrong. It's, it's about having the last word. And sometimes my dad will kind of create a question well, the answer, it can't be answered because it's just like, so whatever he says, it's an answer, but it's not the right answer. But it's because the answer came from him. It feels like he's yeah. got the answer and he's won. And I'm like, I asked the question about bananas. You answered it about oranges. Like, it's like, it's still true. It's still relevant. There is still a point. Yeah. It still makes sense. But that's a different question. We're speaking about apples. You're speaking about bananas. And I realise it's just the parent thing about wanting to feel like you still have a um, form of control, responsibility, nurture. Like when you have a kid, you want to you want it to depend on you. You want it to give it advice. You want it to look up to you and say, you know, how do I do this? Yeah. And you get that reward or thank you. When they fly the nest, it's pretty much gone. Um, and so it's almost like a, a baby chick cheeping for its mother chick to bring a worm. It's a duty. You feel important. And then the chick flies. And it's like, what do I do now? And then it has another family and other chicks and then it ends up dying but it said in reality of humans our parents don't die when we leave the nest they're around for another 70 years so it's like i've had this purpose for 28 years or whatever and it's gone so again it's almost like end of the phone call but you need to make sure you do this it's almost like feeling you still have this value and really what it comes down to is you don't need to be telling a child or your kid you still have your life ahead of you it's almost like when when f parents have kids and then they leave the nest, that their life's over. And it's like, you were a human being with a life before you had kids. Kids are around for 20 years. You're around for 80 years. There's nothing stopping you from getting a new job, going to university, doing a new sport, for having another wife. You know, you've got your whole life, but you just, it's almost like you put your life on pause for 20 years for when you had kids, that you forgot to reactivate your own person. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you don't need to always end the call with, but you can always do better. You're telling yourself you can always do better. That's what you're trying to do. You are convincing mm. yourself through them that you can do better, but you've not realized you're talking to your damn self. 
Um, and so my dad used to paint growing up and used to learn guitar and you sort of put that to bed because you get distracted with other shit. Only now is he coming back to painting and playing guitar and you get the inspiration back that you used to have. And it's yeah. like, you can do all of that. I say my parents, they've got another 50 years left on the planet because they are going to live to at least 100 years old because of the brain activity, the immune system that they have. They're 50 now, for example. They have got their life. I tell them not, their life's not even began because when you're young, you want this happy little family. You want this, want it to be on a yeah. bigger high. You want a house, you want a dog, you want a mortgage, you want a house, you want a holiday, you want fucking grandchildren. And it's never enough. So now you've got this. It's like, well, okay, I'm, I'm free again. So you, their mm-hmm. life hasn't even begun. I'm not even kidding. And it's the same for everyone. When you have kids, yeah, yeah. don't think life's ended. Your life, your life begins again. You're reborn. Exactly. And uh, you're mentioning a good point. Uh, I always like to compare it to when you're on a plane, like going somewhere and when they're explaining security measures to you and they say, in case we are crashing, there will be an oxygen mask dropping in front of you. Take it, put it on yourself first before you put it on your kid. And that is actually true, even in life. You need to be nurturing yourself as a person as well. Mothers or fathers or grandparents, you need to be nurturing yourself. Why? It's not about being selfish. It's about having enough energy to give to your kids or to give to your sisters or family or even spouse or husband. It is very, very important to take care of yourself. And when I say this to people around me or moms that I know or fathers that I know of and they keep on telling me well it's normal you're saying this because you're you don't have kids and you're you're single I'm like no it's not going to change because I am aware of the fact that even though when I'm when I'm in a relationship I put myself first as well because how am I supposed to be giving the maximum that I can give to the other person to show them my love show them my caring if I don't give it to myself first it's like you're trying to pour something from a cup that is empty. You should fill it first. And then we can speak about, okay, how are you doing? And how are you feeling? I need to ask myself those questions first. And it's all right. So it resonates a lot with the fact that you're saying your life doesn't end when you start having kids. And I keep on reminding myself every single day about this. And I try to implement it in lives of people around me. But I, I guess once again, they remember the way they were they were growing up with their parents and they think that's the good way and they keep on repeating it. It's like re- repetition on repetition with generations, hoping that it's going to be uh, stopped or ruptured when finally someone remembers, I need to take care of myself as well, which is a very good thing to start with. So this, this is a fine example, right? You've got Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip or King of, you know, yes. Queen of our country. Yeah. And you've yeah. got Prince Charles and Prince William. Yeah. Um, for example, there's a reason why they are all very smart and intelligent and they are all very active. They have no health issues. They have physical physical abilities are fantastic. Their brains are fantastic. Right. That's because Prince Philip and the Queen at, say, 40, 50 didn't have kids taught Charles you're going to be king one day whatever and then stop learning no she kept learning and she's almost 100 she's still learning so Prince Charles is never gonna have this like have to like trying to talk to his mum and his mum saying look mum can you shut up you don't understand right because in this modern (laughs) generation 
it's not as simple as just doing this. Yeah, but Charles, you're not listening to me. No, because she's evolving at the same pace he's evolving, right? Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka, right? These children. Trump is 70, but he's still evolving and still learning. His children look up to him because they are still evolving and they're still learning. Our parents, for example, or not ours specifically, but most parents, it's almost like they are a person. They've learned what they need to learn and that's it. They have a kid. They teach their kid, kids what they knew up until the age of probably 20, if we're not being, if we're being serious, yeah. right? And so the kid becomes 20, the kid becomes 30, but yet the dad's still of a mindset of a 20-year-old. So he's still trying to parent that person who's 30, who knows far more than him. It's like Prince Charles trying to educate Prince Philip and the Queen. No, even though they are, say, 90, they are still far smarter than you because they've kept evolving. They've kept mm-hmm. growing. So when you have kids, your life doesn't just end. You do your duties, you go and get the worm and then you, you come back and then continue as you are. Um, and it comes down to knowledge never ends because a form of survival evolution doesn't end like you've come from lighting a fire with a stick to coal to electricity to energy like it just doesn't end so like yeah 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 that's true knowledge is definitely what's gonna keep you going and at another level i'd like always to say that knowledge is not the power because you can especially nowadays you can find it everywhere it's when you take it and you adapt it to you and your lifestyle and what you want to have as a result then it's it becomes even more powerful the same thing that for example if the person who was trying to light that bulb he stopped at a certain level at 1000 tries and he didn't find a solution he would have never created it. And the same thing for, for example, for people who invented internet or found out that there is a way for all of us to be communicating. You're in UK, I'm in Montreal in Canada. And that person tried the first time and second time. And then they said, oh, you know what? We're good the way we are. It's all right. Let's just stay this way. It's never going to be evolving if you don't take that knowledge and add something to it from yourself because we all have, for example, in your case, if you have taken that uh, contact and you said, no, this is something that's going to be revolutionary. This is me and I want it to be happening. Probably it was going to be the, the actual Facebook of nowadays. So I do believe in the power of adding your own personality to knowledge that you receive. It becomes even more powerful. Don't just settle for what people give you or what you learn in the books. Add to it. So, yeah, what you so you know how you had like the dot com phase, which is everything's dot com and yeah. now everything's dot info dot biz dot TV dot whatever. Right. Yeah. I am talking when I was I'm talking. So 18, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I came up with because it was it was contact contact me it was contact because it was an application so it was contact but it wasn't dot com it was dot me so i was 10 years ahead of this dot property dot mm. whatever right yeah contact dot me forward slash oliver john okay. whatever yeah. so you would go to contact dot me slash john which is essentially the instagram dot com forward slash yes king oliver that yeah. was 10 years ago Okay, I was well ahead of my game. I spent £400 on this guy creating this website. I gave his dad a bottle of whiskey to code something that you could send a photo to the app and it would appear on the category because at that point there wasn't an ability to just upload a photo like it is now. 
And bearing in mind, I'm talking about when it was the iPhone 4, right? (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, um, I should be a billionaire and I plan to, I was saying back then, I was going to create the biggest social media out there and I was going to be a billionaire. But I, I was just too ahead of my game. I was thinking too far forward that I was, I was. The next part of this podcast will be released very soon. Make sure you have subscribed and notifications are turned on. Stay tuned, everyone.